I just want to bring this to you before I deliver the message. That you may understand. But you must. You must enter. Number two. Heaven. Where they were going. Is where God's family lives. The family of God. And so if you are a member of the family of God. Then you will understand the instruction I will give today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says. Sometimes. The Bible calls heaven the mountain of God. They were going to the mountain of Jehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you still want to go to heaven? Okay, let's move on. Heaven. Where they were entering is also called the city of God. Pia, the city, the glorious city I saw. In the book of Revelation 21, it describes the entire city of New Jerusalem. Heaven. Binguni. Where the church is supposed to be going. Where the people I saw enter where are going. Is the most exalted kingdom ever. Ever. There is no other. Heaven. Binguni. Where they were going is the holiest place ever, anywhere, ever. Heaven, where they were going is the most, uh, the most glorious place anywhere, ever. The most perfect place ever, anywhere. In other words, where they were going, there is no disease, there is no pain, there is no sorrow, there is no crippledness. There is no sin. Hakuna thambi. There is no death. Hakuna kifo. There is joy eternal. Kuna furaya milele. How many don't want to go? Ni wangapi ambao wataki kuenda? Everybody wants to go there. Kila mtu anataka kuenda huko. Oh yes. I thought I should bring this to you before. Nilifikiria lazima nilete hii kwenyu kabla. Heaven. Binguni. Is where Christ Jesus is. Do you remember the triumphant entry? In the book of uh, John, John 19 and the rest. You can read later. But Jesus was approaching the city of Jerusalem. 
katika kitabu ya Yohana 13 19 unaweza kuisoma baadaye Yesu alikuwa anaelekea mji wa Yerusalemu Do you remember that? Je, unakumbuka hiyo? When the Messiah was approaching Jerusalem. Wakati ambapo Mesia alikuwa akielekea Yerusalemu. They call it the triumphant entry, triumphal entry. Wanaita kuingia kwa ushindi. And he took a colt. Na akachukua donkey, a colt. Akachukua manapunda. And then, na kisha as he came, alipokuja approaching Jerusalem. Jerusalem. No, somebody listen to me. Mtu nisikize. I am talking about triumphant entry. Ninazungu... Victorious entry, triumphant. Ninazungumzia kuhusu kuingia kwa ushindi. Listen to this now. Sikiza hii sasa. Suppose be joy. Inapaswa kuwa furaha. Suppose be jubilation. Inapaswa kuwa kusherehekea. Felicitation, celebration. Kusherehekea furaha. And he's saying na anasema When he was entering Jerusalem Alipokuwa akiingia Yerusalemu When he reached the place where the road turns and goes down goes left goes down Alipofikia mahali ambapo barabara inageuka na kwenda chini Like this Namna hii When he looked at the city Alipotazama ule mji And he saw the city Na akauona mji And he wept over it Na akaulilia huo mji he wept akalia supposed to be celebration inapaswa kuwa sherehe but now lakini sasa he wept over the city akaulilia mji he saying oh akasema oh the triumphant entry has failed kule kuingia kwa ushindi kumeshindwa they have failed to recognize wamekosa kutambua The city of God has failed to recognize her God coming to her. Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. The city of peace has failed to recognize the prince of peace. So he wept over it. But heaven When we go to heaven when you go to heaven in heaven there will be a massive celebration of Jesus kutakuwa na sherehe kubwa kabisa ya Yesu triumphant entry kuingia kwa ushindi and they will be carrying palm leaves na watakuwa wakibeba miti ya mitende palm leaves matawi ya mitende and celebrating the messiah kusherehekea mesia the triumphant entry kuingia kwa ushindi in heaven mbinguni That is uh, Revelation chapter 7 verse 15 to 17. Multitude he says. All peoples of the all types of peoples. All types of nations. And he says all of them. In multitudes. Uncountable. Will be holding palm leaves. And they will celebrate the Messiah. What failed in Jerusalem? Heaven. Are you still going? I just wanted to mention a few things about heaven. 
Before I give you the message that you may know that there is no comparison. The other side is hell. Down and under. But here it is where Jesus will be revealed to the maximum. Jesus, Yesu, the Father, Baba, Heaven, Binguni, is where the throne of God is. And Jesus is the royal prince. Heaven, Binguni, is where there is maximum peace. Like I said, no more disease. No more pain. No more suffering. No more sin. No more death. There will be joy eternal. Heaven is the home of angels. There you see God face to face. It is the only kingdom that lasts forever and ever. So it will be the most secure place ever. And on and on, there's so much. It is, it is where the tree of life is. The fountain of living waters are. And I can share with you that I know two types of fruits that tree produces. I can share with you that for free. I know two types of fruits the tree produces. Because the Lord has placed them on my hand. But it's important to understand that there is no comparison. When I give this instruction today, then you know you have to hold it. Because there is no comparison. There is no other place. And he says heaven is where the ark of the covenant is. His majesty is the most powerful kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So with all that in the background, so what was the message? When the Lord lowered these glorious stairs into the sky. What is the message to the church? On a Sunday afternoon. The, the right time to deliver the message. What is the message the Lord is giving? In other words, why? Why has Jehovah 
Many generations came and went. Why has Jehovah suddenly and finally lowered the stairs? Why has he lowered the glorious stairs of heaven? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cripples have walked here. New uteruses. The blind, we did not even bring them. Make sure we bring them out, Joanne Mutai and the doctors. And the deaf, they are here. So what is the message? Why now? Why has the Lord suddenly chosen you, this generation? to do this that we may sit here in Nairobi city and be able to watch with our mortal eyes mortal God's eternity Turn with me right away to the book of Psalm 108 verse 8. Psalm 108 verse 8. Why has the Lord suddenly, all of a sudden, Gafla Binfu is very powerful. Why has the Lord all of a sudden lowered the glorious stairs of eternity? Psalm 108 verse 8 is somebody ready. How many are ready? I see the Czech Republic is also here. The Lord bless you. The reason why he has Lord, the glorious stairs. Amezi Shusha. He's saying Psalm 108 verse 8. He says, Anasema, Gilead is mine. Manashe is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. Then he says, anasema, But Judah is my scepter. Hallelujah. He says that the reason Jehovah has now suddenly decided that he must lower the glorious path of eternity is because of this. He says, Gilead is mine. Manashe is mine. And he says, Ephraim is my helmet. In other words, my shelter. My stronghold. And then he says, but Judah is my scepter. Oh yes. I told you. 
that there is going to be a conversation and it's going to be very deep here that the reason he has Lord is because he says Gilead is mine Manasseh is mine and Ephraim is my helmet in other words Maoz you remember I've come on radio say Keova Maoz the Lord my shield. He says that the reason he has Lord is because Gilead is mine. Manasha is mine. And he says Ephraim is my helmet. But Judah is the beholder of my scepter. Oh yes. Oh ndio. Oh yes. Oh ndio. Can I walk with you? Je, naweza tembea pamoja nanyi? In other words he say, Kwa maneno mengine anasema, that for many years I waited. Kwamba kwa miaka mingi nalingojea. I waited so long. Nilingojea kwa muda mrefu. For somebody. Kwa mtu that would behold my scepter. But eventually, when Judah was appointed, then he lowers now. Hallelujah! In other words, Judah, Judah, has taken up the office. Now we can lower. Sasa, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh yes. Because he says, Gilead is mine. Manasha is mine. He says, Anasema. Ephraim is my shelter. He is my helmet. However, but, Judah, Judah has a lion. Hey. Hey. Because now there is somebody. Sasa there is somebody now. Kuna mutu sasa. Who is holding the scepter of God? The road of rulership. The one. But now holds the principal seat at the throne of God. The one that must now bring the reign of God. Hallelujah. Now Judah has been appointed. And Judah has accepted the divine appointment. And Judah has now entered the office. And is holding the scepter of rulership. He is now holding the scepter. And sitting in the principal seat in the throne of God in other words he is now ready to bring the kingdom of God to the earth hallelujah oh yes 
He says, Anasema, Gilead is mine. Gilead ni yangu. And then he says, Kisha anasema, Manasseh is mine. Manasseh ni yangu. Ephraim is my helmet. Ephraim ni kofia yangu. However, hata hivyo, Judah, Judah, I put aside. Nilimweka kando. He's holding my rod of rulership. Ameshika fimbo yangu ya utawala. Meaning, kumaanisha. Now the kingdom of God can come. Sasa ufalme wa Mungu unaweza kuja. Akashusha. Akashusha. Then the Lord, then the Lord. Kisha akashusha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Bondio. And so, what is the Lord saying to the church? This is a beautiful gospel. A, a, a metro gospel with tall buildings. Then you know it's a metro. Metropolis. Of course, China has very big cities. I, I'm just saying for Nairobi. Now, Sasa, what is the message then? Can I talk about the scepter then? He's saying, Anasema, the scepter that Judah has seated in the principal seat in the throne of God. The rulership position. That scepter. It is the authority of God. Meaning. Now heaven has found. Somebody who can come. And deliver the authority of God. And shut it down on Satan. Na kuifunga, na kuimalizia kwa shetani. And finish up with the devil. Na kumalizana na shetani. After disturbing people for many years. Baada ya kuwasumbua watu kwa miaka mingi. And finish it up. Na kuimaliza. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says. Anasema. The scepter of God. Ile fimbo ya mungu. The rod of God. Ile fimbo ya mungu. That Judah is beholding. Ama yo Judah anaibeba. He's saying. Anasema. He talks about. Anasumuzia kusu. The authority. Mamulaka. The absolute authority. Mamulaka aswa. Of the supremacy. Ya uku. Of the rule of God. Ya utawala wa. Of the justice of Jehovah. Ya uhaki wa Jehovah. Justice, ukumu. Ya ukumu ya yova. Now judgment can come. Sasa ukumu inaweza kuja. Again, sin. Vidi ya thambi. Wow. Wow. What a generation to listen to these oracles, right? Nikizazi kiasigani kusikiza mausiaya, sivyo? He's saying. Anasema. That the scepter of God. Kwamba fimbo ya mungu. Is essentially. Kimusingi. Judah, Judah is holding the scepter. Judah has now been called. And Judah has accepted the calling. And he has entered the office. And is seated on the principal seat. And he is saying. That scepter, because he is at the throne now, 
is the royal scepter, royal. Ni fimbo ya kifalme. Now there is somebody Sasa kunaye mtu sitting at the royal position who is able now to come and deliver the kingdom. Aye. And that's why he says Gilead is mine. Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. But Judah, him is different. He is the holder of my rod of rulership. So now, your prayer Every now and then you say Our Father in heaven Hallowed be thy name And then you say Thy kingdom come He says That thy kingdom come Now heaven is ready To bring the kingdom of God to the nations. And that's why we must prepare. Because I am going to walk you a little bit now on the process of thy kingdom come. There is a certain arrangement. Rearrangement. It's called a certain purging to purge that must take place. A certain clean up because when the kingdom of God comes as we are going to read now he rules with an iron scepter if he says homosexuality is sin then it will be sin If he says lying is sin lying is sin then it will be sin. Oh yes. Judah has already accepted. And he has been admitted into the office. And now the cripples are walking. The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God. He has sent me to announce the coming of the kingdom of God. Why? Because Judah has already been appointed into the office. So can I move step by step? Real quick, I'll read a few and then I'll explain to you. 
The book of Genesis 49 verse 10. Kitabu cha mwanzo 49 mstari wa 10. Then we we'll go to Numbers 24:17. Kisha tutakwenda kwa Hesabu 24:17. After that we'll go to others like Isaiah. Baada ya hiyo taenda kwa zinginezo kama vile Isaiah. So we begin with Genesis. Kwa hivyo tunaanza na mwanzo. Genesis. Mwanzo 49. 49 verse 10. Mstari wa 10. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a beautiful city. Ni muji wa kupendeza kiasi gani? And a metro gospel. Na injili ya jijini. Standing in the center of the city. Kisimama katikati mwa jiji. And announcing the coming of the Messiah. Na kutangaza kukuja kwa Messiah. That is powerful. Hiyo ni nguvu. Very mighty. Kuu sana. Genesis 49. Mwanzo 49 verse 10 Mustari wa 10 He says Anasema I begin from verse 9 Naanzia mstari wake wa 9 I begin verse 8 Naanzia mstari wa 8 He says Anasema Judah Judah Your brothers will praise you Ndugu zako watakusifu Your hand will be on the neck of thy enemies Ukona wako utakuwa shingoni mwa adui zako Where will the hand be mkono wako utakuwa wapi in nairobi they say ngeta nairobi wanasema ngeta 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 he say your hand will be in the neck of your enemy anasema mkono wako utakuwa katika shingo ya adui yako meaning when you catch like that kumaanisha eh? unaposhika namna hiyo he cannot breathe no more Hawezi kupumua ya kawaida. And the next thing you just have to bring him down na kukanyaga yeye. Na jambo linalofuata ni kumleta chini na kukanyaga yeye. Muache mchezo. Muache mchezo. He saying. Anasema. Judah. Judah. Your brothers will praise you. Ndugu zako watakusifu. Your hand will be on the neck of thy enemies. Mkono wako utakuwa katika shingoni mwa adui zako. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Wana wa baba yako watakusujudia. And he goes on to say. Na anaendelea kusema. In verse 9. Mstari wa 9. That you are a lion's cub. Kwamba wewe ni mwana wa simba. Oh Judah. Hey Judah. You return from the prey my son. Unarudi toka mawindoni mwanangu. Like a lion. Kama simba. He crouches. Hunyemelea. And lies down. Nakulala chini. Like a lioness. Kama simba jike. Who dare touch him? Nani adhubutuye kwa Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Oh ndio. Gilead is mine. Gilead ni yangu. Manasha is mine. Manasa ni yangu. Ephraim. Ephraimo. For him is my helmet. Kwake yeye ni kofia yangu. But Judah. Lakini Judah. I have set apart. Nimemweka kando. And I've given him my scepter. Na nimempatia fimbo yangu. Now the kingdom can come. Sasa ufalme unaweza kuja. Because we have found a warrior, a champion. Kwa sababu tumempata mpiganaji vita shujaa. And then he says, Alafu anasema, Like a lioness who dare who dares to rouse him. Kama simba jike, nani adhubutuye kumwamsha? Verse 10. Mstari wa 10. The scepter 
Judah will not depart from Judah. Fimbo ya ufalme haitaondoka kwa Judah. Neither nor, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet. Wala fimbo ya mtawala kati ya miguu yake. Until he comes to whom it belongs. Hadi aje yeye ambaye milki ni yake. And then Alafu, the obedience of all the nations will be his. What, what a lion! What a lion! What a champion! What a choice! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! He says, Anasema, the scepter of rulership. Will not depart from Judah until the one to whom it belongs arrives and get it. Then it will be an everlasting kingdom. And all the nations must now bow to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we read on a bit then I will explain. He says the book of Numbers 24 verse 17 Blessed people what a beautiful day and I told you just hold it there he won't rain that much just hold it don't worry because I see these things before the morning comes, right? Numbers. Numbers 24. Verse 17. Oh no, it might rain like yesterday. It, 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 will, it, will, it will hurt us. It will hurt us. I said, just hold it. Just relax. <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! May somebody celebrate the Lord! He is saying, Anasema. He is saying, Anasema. 17. I see him but not now. I behold him but not near. A star will come out of Jacob. A scepter will rise out of Israel and you crush the forehead of Moab and crush the skull of all the sons of Seth hallelujah hallelujah he's saying Moab of course you know I, I don't have time to go into that 
the post Sodom and Gomorrah, you know. The generation came out of it. And then of course the incest involved. Incest. Oh, thank you. So, so, and then, so we don't have time for that. But I'm saying, Moab now represents your enemy, right? The enemies of God. The people that constantly attacked Israel. And he's saying, where their profile, their head, their front line will be. Where their special operation forces will be. Special ops. Where their special forces will be. Now, that is the front line making headway. He's saying that now, Judah, Judah, because of the scepter, you crush that head. Representing the enemy. And you know, I have not yet come. I have not yet come to Revelation 5, verse 5, where it says, Don't worry, the lion of the tribe of Judah has crushed the enemy. Therefore, now Wakina Nyawera can get up and walk. The creepers can now get up and walk. He has triumphed now. Ameshinda sasa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Step by step. Atua kwa atua. But he's saying, a star, Nyota. a star will come out Nyota itatoka. because of Judah, kwa sababu ya Judah, a star will now come out of Nyota. Israel. And he says in Revelation 22, Malaika, do you understand in Swahili? He's saying he is the bright morning star that he is going to bring. He is going to bring the glory of the grace and to crush the enemy now. That's what he's saying. He's saying that the gospel he brings. But Gilead is mine. He says, Manasha is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. But Judah, he must put him aside. He is the beholder of my scripture. And now, the bright morning star will come out of Israel and the stairs will be lowered. Amen. 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 How powerful. Now you are beginning to understand that there is a king who is coming. That's why they have been Lord. Even in Zambia, my daughter, right? 
He said, Gilead is mine. Manashe is mine. Ephraim, his, for him, he is my helmet. But Judah, there is a lion that needs to come out. And listen, listen. And install, install. And install the kingdom of God. Install it. Install it. To bring the kingdom of God and install it. The kingdom of righteousness. The kingdom of peace. The kingdom of holiness. We don't have time. Let me read more. Isaiah 42. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Isaiah, that's why we don't have time to, to go through all. We are going to do a national thanksgiving with all the cripples. But this time is normally too short. Allow me to do this. Because the nations have come. They are so hungry. They want to hear the instruction. And you can see. All this I'm doing is building a foundation. An introduction for the message of today. The garment. All this is building a foundation for the garment. For the garment. Because when I come to the garment, then the dream I saw will be fulfilled. That as I was preaching and ministering, I was dishing out the white glorious garment. And I have already gone live on air globally and given that prophecy. So let us read. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42. Isaiah 42. Verse 4. He says, How powerful my son Gitonga. About the kingdom of God. To talk to the nations about the Messiah. A fallen generation. To draw them. To the coming of the Messiah. There is no greater. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says. 42 verse 4. He will not falter. Or be discouraged till he establishes justice on the earth. In his law, the islands will put their hope. When the Lord lifts you up and you look at Africa, you just see an island. 
Utaona kisiwa tu. Because you see the ocean around it. Kwa sababu unaona tu bahari ambayo inaizunguka. You look at Asia. Unaangalia Asia. Ocean around it. Visiwa Europe, America. Europe, All these are islands. Yote hii ni visiwa. Because they remove them from water. Kwa sababu waliwaondoa kutoka kwa maji. He's saying. Anasema. He will establish his law. Ataimarisha sheria yake. Meaning. Kumaanisha the beholder of the scepter the, the scepter the scepter of god the scepter the rod is also a lawgiver lawmaker and there is no greater law na kuna sheria kubwa zaidi than the law he brought. The law of the grace. That now. My daughters like Teresia Nduku. With the deadest leg. The deadest. Can now rise up. Sasa anaweza kuinuka under the command of the law the new law he has brought the law of the grace and mercy you say mercy on them and grace chini ya sheria sheria mpya ambayo ameileta ya rehema na huruma now they can get up and walk sasa anaweza simama na kutembea and walk away na kutembea kwenda zake where the doctor said forget it mali ambapo madaktari walisema sahau the grace neema now sasa i'm going to say one more ninaenda kusema mmoja zaidi to open for you greater kuwafunulia kwa ukuu zaidi the role of that scepter kazi ya hiyo fimbo and how we end up here the stairs lord ngazi zimeshushwa presented zimewasilishwa to a generation kwa kizazi the book of daniel chapter 2 kitabu cha danieli mlango wa pili and i'll describe to you that vision na nitawaelezea maono hayo after i read this baada ya kusoma hii Daniel chapter 2 Danieli mlango wa pili verses 44 to 45 Mustari wa 44 hadi 45 Daniel chapter 2 Danieli mlango wa pili Once you there you say amen Ukishafika pale sema amina Okay Daniel chapter 2 Danieli mlango wa pili Why am I going to read this to you? Ni kwa nini naenda kusoma hii kwa ajili yenu? Because kwa sababu at the throne position katika mahali pa enzi throne enzi at the throne position katika mahali pa enzi when he brought me into his throne room aliponileta katika mahali pake pa enzi in heaven binguni then he presented kisha akawasilisha 
the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Sanduku la agano la bana. The two kerubi of glory. Makerubi wawili wa utukufu. There is a golden walk, golden with two strips. Kuna yellowish, rich yellowish gold and rich brownish, reddish brown gold strips, but yellowish gold in the center. Kuna sehemu mbili zilizojaa dhahabu ambayo ni manjano manjano, tajiri kabisa ya dhahabu kabisa, sehemu mbili. And the two kerubi of glory. Na makerubi wawili wa utukufu. They came carrying the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Wakaja wakiwa mebeba sanduku la agano la bana. And they were walking, the golden walkway to the throne position, they were walking like this. Walikuwa wakitembea katika ile njia ya dhahabu, katika enzi. Ambayo enelekea kwa eneo la enzi. Ambayo enelekea katika eneo la enzi. To the throne position. Katika eneo ya enzi. And look at this now. Natazama yu sasa. So they were walking like this, carrying the staves, staves. Walikuwa wakitembea na mna hii. Of the ark of the covenant, stave. Wakibeba wakishika mikono ile ya sanukulagano. And then, the golden walkway, the rich yellowish, I am now revealing to you the inside of heaven. Sasa ninafunua kwenu ndani mwambinguni. And even deeper, I'm revealing the throne position in the throne room of Jehovah Yahweh. So the two kerubi of glory holding the stave and the golden walkway to the throne position their heads bowed, bowed like this and, and walking. Then I asked the person of the Holy Spirit, the one that was standing this way and talking to me about everything here. I asked him, why? Why are they walking like that? Then he said, because this is the most holy place in heaven. I blessed you eternally with eternity inside heaven. That first vigelegele, the first one. So they walk like this. And then the cloud of God came on the golden walkway, golden. Like this. And sat on the mercy seat. Then more than that we cannot share. But, by voice, he began to speak. And then he said, now he has his three prophets here. Now he has his four, not three, four prophets here. But here there were three. Moses was sitting next to the mercy seat on this side. 
Musa alikuwa ameketi karibu na kiti cha rehema upande huu. And next to him was seated Elijah the greatest prophet of heaven. Alafu karibu naye alikuwa ameketi Elia nabii mkuu zaidi wa mbinguni. But on this side lakini upande huu was seated Daniel alone on that side of the mercy seat. Alikuwa ameketi Daniel peke yake katika upande ule mwingine wa kiti cha rehema. The most terrible prophet. Nabii wa kutisha zaidi. That even the lion cannot eat. Ambaye hata simba hawawezi kumla. And then after that. Alafu baada ya hiyo he said Akasema, now I have my four prophets here. Sasa niko na manabii wanne wangu hapa. And you are the fourth. Na wewe ndiwe wanne. And power na nguvu has been given to you. Umepewa wewe. And then Alafu, from that point on kuanzia wakati huo na kuendelea. Everything about the ministry of these three kila kitu kuhusiana na huduma ya hawa watatu Everything Nigeria I want you to listen more carefully Everything about the ministry of these three Kila kitu kuhusiana na huduma ya hawa watatu began to happen Ikaanza kutendeka And that's why Na hiyo ndio sababu This dream of Daniel the vision is so Hii ndoto ya Daniel maono aliyoyaona They have seen it too wao pia wameiona. And that's why I want to read it for you within that backdrop. Na ndio sababu nataka niwasomee tukiwa katika hali hiyo. With that understanding. Mkiwa na ufahamu huo. That I have seen it. Kwamba nimekwishaiona. Almost all the visions of Daniel now. Karibu maono yote ya Daniel sasa. And all the events, most of the events of these other two. Na matukio mengi mengineo ya hawa wengine wawili. God is mysterious. Mungu ni wakustajabisha. Let God. Wacha Mungu. Be God. Awe Mungu. And man. Amina. Be man. Na mwanadamu awe mwanadamu. So now. Kwa hivyo sasa. If Judah. Je Judah. Kama Judah. I'm going to change you because of my voice. If Judah. Ikiwa Judah. Is beholding the rod anabeba fimbo of rulership ya utawala and is crushing the head of moab na anasiaga siaga vicho vya wamoab enemy vya adui and then alafu now in daniel sasa katika danieli this tremendous vision the lord showed me maono haya ya ajabu ambayo bwana alinionyesha in daniel chapter 2 katika danieli mlango wa pili 44:45 is really going to underscore what i'm saying kwa kweli inaenda kuelezea kile ambacho nasema haleluya haleluya even lagos is on board now hata lagos iko sasa the lord speaking to me so much about things there and what you people are saying there right bwana anazungumzia zaidi kuhusu nyie watu pale na kile ambacho nyie watu mnasema kule i see and hear everything naona na kusikia kila kitu okay now daniel chapter 2 daniel mlango wa pili 44:44 he says anasema in the time of those kings katika siku za wafalme hao the god of heaven mungu wa mbinguni will set up a kingdom a kingdom ataweka a kingdom ufalme ufalme 
He will set up a kingdom. Ataweka ufalme. A kingdom. Ufalme. In the time of those kings. Katika siku za ufalme hao. The God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never ever be destroyed. Nor will it be left to another people. And then he says it will itself crush all the other kingdoms and bring them to an end. But it will itself endure forever and ever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of a mountain but not by human hands, the rock that broke and crushed the iron, and the bronze, and the clay, and the silver, and the gold, to pieces. The God of heaven has shown the king what will take place in the future. The dream is true and the interpretation is trustworthy. Can I explain? Can I explain? I'll first give this tremendous vision. I was standing there when all of a sudden a huge statue stood before me. Very huge. Very huge, believe you me. Very, very huge. I think his toes were slightly bigger than me. So that shocked me. Vidole Zamgu. So that shocked me. What is this? Thank you, my son Baraza, for not sleeping. Thank you. Thank you. So he's saying, um, very huge statue. The toes alone are big, huge. I was like, what is this? And then after that, from this direction, came a rock. And that rock does not come like this. It comes like this. From this side. And the design is sharp. It's sharp in the front, it's fat in the middle, and sharp at the ends, at the edges. It's fat and sharp. Coming. Ukija. Coming like this. Ukija namnahi. Sharp. Unamakali. The edges are sharp. Zile pembe zake pembe ni pembe ni kule kunamakali. The middle is fatter. Same ya katikati ni pana. Like this, from this direction. Namnahi kutoka upande huu. And he smashed the statue. Na ikaisiaga hiyo sanamu. From the feet. Kutoka kwa migu. So it shocked me very much. Because what the Lord did 
alifanya, he made the, the dust from the smashing ile vumbi kutokana na kusiagasiaga huko to pour me like this and then all of a sudden this rock became a huge mountain it was so huge I did not have where to put my feet and that's why in that uh, the initial narrative I thought this was an ocean. I said, I'm about to fall to the ocean. It has covered the whole earth. I'm about to fall to the ocean. Nilisema kwamba niko karibu kuanguka katika kwenye bahari. Nilidhani kwamba ni bahari. 